Hello and welcome to Finch Shots Daily. In today's episode, we talk about how chess has cracked the algorithm. Before we dive into today's episode, we have a special announcement. We've been building an insurance advisory startup called Ditto for over 2 years now, where we offer simplified, unbiased insurance advice to the masses. We won LinkedIn's top startup in India in 2022 and have a stellar rating of 4.9 on Google with over 2000 reviews. So to further this endeavor, we need your support. We're on the hunt for passionate individuals to expand our advisory team. If you have ever dreamt of being part of a dynamic startup, spearheading new initiatives and becoming a key representative for Ditto, all while working from home, this is your golden chance. So head over to the link in the description below to join our team now. Now on to today's episode. India's teenage sensation R Pragnananda almost beat the top ranked Magnus Carlsen in the Chess World Cup final last week and we're definitely rooting for him to win the crown the next time. But we thought it might be interesting to explore how chess has transformed into an online sport and talk about the money flowing into the game. So that's what we'll do in today's episode. Around 1500 years ago, a young prince of the Gupta Empire was killed in battle. Naturally, his mother was distraught, and maybe it was a way to show how valiantly he had fought, but the brother wanted to represent the scene of the battlefield to their grieving mother. He picked up an 8 by 8 board, loaded it up with pieces depicting various army positions, and replayed the death. Now, you would think that the story ends here. that after this display they would have simply gone back to mourning the lost prince but this tragic event actually gave rise to something else it spawned a battlefield game on the same board people called it chaturanga a sanskrit name for the battle formation mentioned in the mahabharata but why are we talking about this now well this is probably how the game chess actually began many historians believe that chaturanga was the precursor to chess And over the years, the game traveled to Persia, then to China, and finally to Europe, where it evolved into its current form with a new set of rules. And the country's love affair with chess is still going strong. In fact, it's rising every day. The media is gushing about Pragnananda and his peers, and all of this is happening because India is storming the chess gates. An article in Business Standard breaks the numbers down. Today, we have eighty-three grandmasters, the highest title in chess, including two women. and there are two indians in the world's top 10 but what if we told you that chess isn't just having its moment in the sun in india it has actually become a cool hip game all over the world and the money is pouring in it all kind of started a few years ago first there was the pandemic yes when people were locked in at home and had to pass time in 2020 money turned to stuff like puzzles and board games mostly online because we're all addicted to our phones by now and chess became a hot favorite too google searches picked up slowly then came netflix with its limited series queen's gambit if you haven't watched it you know it's about a young woman's journey to the top of the chess world and it's a super success back then a record 62 million households watched the series in its first 28 days people's interest perked up and as a consequence people who live stream chess matches gained eyeballs too games were interlaced with laughter loud commentary and color it wasn't the staid and boring chess that people were used to seeing on tv it was chess on steroids especially where it came to variations of the game such as the version called bullet where players have just 3 minutes to make all their moves it was made for the easily distracted online age some people called it popcorn stuff 
and youngsters flocked to watch these games. On the gaming platform Twitch, users began to rise. At the start of the pandemic, the average chess streamer got just 3,500 concurrent viewers. But the end of 2020, that number had jumped to 16,000. We're not even talking about the top streamers here, just the average, mind you. And the streamers began to rake in the money. The good ones saw the cash register go kaching pretty quickly. They made upwards of $100,000 easily through ads, sponsorship and even merch. You don't have to be a top-rated chess player anymore. And the hype hasn't stopped. YouTube's culture trend reports revealed that in just the first seven months of this year, chess-related videos have seen a whopping 4 billion views. Everyone wants to be part of the rise of chess. But there is one big winner in all of this. A website called chess.com. In Jan 2010, the monthly active users were roughly 10 million. And just three years later, the number shot up to about 60 million. The company found its way into the coveted Times list of the 100 most influential companies. It raised money from the PE firm General Atlantic. And it even acquired a chess company owned by Magnus Carlsen. And one wouldn't imagine that such a deal happened in the chess world, right? So how did the company reach the top of the chess world, you ask? Well, it started in 2005 when two friends purchased the perfect domain name chess.com for $55,000. They wanted to be the MySpace for chess players. And the traffic came naturally. You see, as one of the founders put it, quote, Back then, when you were an Internet Explorer or Firefox, if you put the word chess in the browser and hit enter, it would put the .com on there and take you to the site. Every day we were getting thousands of free visits. We were signing up people at essentially no cost because we were doing a lot of content and people liked the site. We just became number one for chess." Unquote. Then came the network effect. With 7 in 10 online chess players flocking to this website, it just improved matchmaking. It attracted more users. Plus, it doubled down on chess engines, ones that could give post-game analysis, reveal player mistakes, show moves of previous chess legends, and it even worked with Netflix to simulate the gameplay from its hit show, Queen's Gambit. Users soared and along with it came advertisers and sponsorships. The money pot rose and the end result? It might just have a sweet valuation of $500 million now. From Chaturanga to a global e-sport, Chess has come a long way. It's now even part of the Olympics eSports series and the cash in the game is only going to rise even further. Thank you for listening to today's episode. FinShots Daily is available on a bunch of streaming platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. So make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Until next time. 